0: Welcome to the Prism of Torah Podcast Archive with your host, Rabbi Asaf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Torah called Parshas Taruma, true Mesir Snefesh. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha, Parshas Tuma, I want to share with you a dear friend of mine. His name is Ari Clapper. He shared with me a unique, original, we'll call it, that he thought of. I'm going to try to add a bit to it. I want to share it with you. So here goes. It all starts. We know that this week's parsha, Parsha suma discusses all the clothing of the Kohanim and the Kohen Gadol. So the Midrash Shem says, what was it through which Aroin he was the one that merited to become the Kohen Gadol? Answers the Midrash Shem wanted to make sure that Aaron sees that HaKadosh Buruchu forgave him and he was clean and he was okay with the sin that he did. Which sin did he do? The golden calf? The golden calf was a huge sin because at the end of the day it was doing a Voidah Why? Bnei Yisrael saw, when they were in the d- desert and Moshe Rabbeinu in the Midbar and Moshe Rabbeinu went up to HaKadosh Buruchu to learn all the Torah. So they knew he was going for 40 days and 40 nights. They did the calculation and yet... They made a mistake, and they thought he should have come down by now, but he didn't. They got all nervous. The satan didn't make it easier. He made them think that there was a picture of him dying in, in the clouds, etc. And as a result, they got really worried. Why did they get worried? Because they made the big mistake of thinking that they needed a medium through which they would be Oivet Hashem. So, they had Moshe Rabbeinu. Great. Now that they don't have Moshe Rabbeinu, uh-oh, what are they going to do? So they begged. First they went to the leader, who was like a Navi, Chul. And they went. he was like a prophet of theirs. And they went to Chul, and they begged him, please, please, help us, create this golden calf, through which we can be the Hashem. And Chul said, chas v'shalom, you're not allowed to, it's a void it's a huge sin, one is not allowed to. They went, they got so upset, that they killed him. Then they came to Aaron, and they said, Aaron, please help us. Aaron said, well, Look, uh, he got, he's scared of what happened before, so he said, I don't really have a choice, hopefully I'll do it in a way that I'll buy time, I'm sure Moesha Rabbeinu will come down, because they're making a mistake, and everything will be okay, but nothing was okay, because very quickly it became a golden calf, he put gold, he asked them to bring gold, he tried to buy more time until the woman will give up on their gold, etc., etc., threw it into the fire, it became the golden calf. That was the sin, because really we know that a, we don't need any medium to work to be or even connect to Hakadosh Baruch because Hakadosh Baruch Hu and B'nai soil and the Torah is all one. We're all connected through our neshamas, etc., etc. So Hakadosh Baruch in order to ensure that Alan realizes that he forgave him and he has a clean slate right now, therefore Hakadosh Baruch decided he's gonna be the Kohen Gadol. So Rabbi Clapper wanted to say what wanted to ask, and the question does beg itself to a certain extent. I don't understand. If he wouldn't have done that sin, he wouldn't have become the kohen, The kohen Gadol? Isn't it weird? There's a whole notion in the Gemara that says, In Choy it can't be that by a person committing a sin, that it will be rewarded. It can't be. And it seems, at first sight, at first glance, that that is exactly what's, precisely what's happening. That Aroin, it's true that HaKadosh is not saying, you did the sin, I'm going to give you a present for that. No. But it's through the sin, at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, what is being portrayed over here is that it's through the sin of the golden calf that Aaron did, that HaKadosh Bulkhu said, I want to make sure you realize I'm forgiving you, and therefore you 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 will become the Kohen Gadol. Almost sounds like there's some sort of connection. It's only thanks to the fact the sin existed that he got the Kohen Gadol. And even if you don't say that, but it's a very weird thing to see that... That the golden cat, ca- that, that him becoming a coin gadol, is somehow associated with the chetah That's very odd. It almost can lead someone to come to the wrong conclusion that through a virus, sometimes you can gain something from it. Why is that happening? How we know that Aaron really Oira, should have done what Chul did when they came to Chul? He said no way. He gave the Musa, He said, um, "This is avoidance. This is a huge sin. One of the big three sins. You cannot do this." And yet, Awan didn't do that. And at the end of the day, he gets rewarded. And we know he made a mistake, and we know it was a sin, because the Chazal tell us that his sons, Nadav and Avihu, died from it, were killed from it. To answer these questions, my dear friend, Rabari Clapper, wanted to say the following. When you connect the dots between all the Midrashim, perhaps we can see something very nice over here. There's a Midrash Rabbah in Parashas Tzav. The Midrash Rabbah quotes a Pasuk from Megillus Eicha That over there it says that when, if also a Kohen and also a Navi die, then Bnei Yisrael will go into big time exile. Aaron, actually, what he did was he thought what was the good for Klal Yisrael. He loved Shalom so much which is very fitting for Aaron. Oh, Shalom, the Lord of Shalom, he just wanted to ensure everyone was together at peace. And he did, we all know all the stories about Aaron how he made sure that people that were fighting with each other he he told each one how good the, the other person thinks what the other person thinks of him in such a good way and he made peace between many people. That's why everyone was so connected to him and so upset when he passed away. Bracket that. Having said that, at the end of the day, Aroin, his intentions were right. His intentions were pure. His intentions were, if I die, even though it seems to be the right thing to do, but if I do that, then that means, Hu, who's the Na'vi, he's the prophet, he, he has died already. I'm the coin. If I die, it's going to be game over. All of is going to go into major big time exile. I can't let that happen. And therefore he did what he did. Now, of course, he did the wrong thing. and We all know this is an Avera. It was a sin. And it wasn't right. And there's a lot of Torah to be said about a person that should never do chashboinus and try to calculate, oh, but really this is for Pnei. So we shouldn't do any calculations. That's one of the beautiful ideas of Purim that we're heading towards, Yemir Tashem, that we drink a bit of wine. Why? We try to neutralize our das so we don't have our minds to do too many calculations. Tam imtiem Hashem Just We just do what Hashem commanded us. And we don't try to too many logic and try to figure out yes, no, but what... At the end of the day, Aaron did a sin. But, what do we see through the act he did? It portrays to us something about his characteristic. A phenomenal... A phenomenal characteristic that he has. That he is willing to self-sacrifice himself for Klal He really thought he was doing the wrong thing for a certain perspective on a personal level. And he realized, I might even not get a Lama Ba from this. I may mess myself up, but it's, as they say, taking one for the team. He is doing it for Klal Yisrael. Now, this machshabo was wrong. However, it's through this maiseh that he did, a maiseh of which one should not do. But at the end of the day, it was megale. It revealed to us Awain is all about. And therefore HaKadosh Baruch saw it fitting as the Midrash says, that it's through the fact that he did the sin, which was wrong. But Akadish Baruch said, I do think it's the right thing to do, to show you that I, I'm totally, you're totally okay because you did tshuva. And of course will needed to do tshuva because he did the wrong thing. But at the end of the day it is fitting from a certain perspective that dafka through this mice of Chetz through this action of doing the Cheta Egel which was wrong, but at the end of the day it screams out, Aaron thinks about others, and we all know how important, this is a very fundamental concept in Yiddishkeit that a person should always think about his friend, Ad Kach that Svarim uh, HaKadoshim bring down that one of the main purposes we're here is to work on ourselves in order to care for the other person, and that is a lot of avodah. And it's true that learning Torah is huge. And, uh, but but uh, at the end of the day, it's also very, very important because all this learning Torah also changes one. It cleanses one. makes him really care about other people because when we realize because put us here, we're really nothing. So the best thing one could do is care for others. And of course it starts in the family, the wife, the kids, etc. But it's to anyone. And the more a person cares about someone else, the bigger a person really is. And that's what was seen, by, that, was, that is exactly what was shown by Aron, even to his sin, the sin was wrong, as someone, a, a good chavrusa of mine that I learn with every day, when he heard me speak to my friend, Rabari Clapper, he says, whoa, whoa, you're going to say this over to your friends? This can be misinterpreted that a person can gain from doing a sin I said, ma pitom what are you talking about? my My friends, they all realize and they're very mature in their way of thinking. And it's obvious over here everyone will realize the reason at the end of the day he got to be the coin Gadol is because he's his And of course it's because we know he has in his characteristics the idea of caring about others. And that's what you want a leader to be. And that's why he deserved to be the coin Gadol. But where w- even in the novella they did, this characteristic was shown. I would like to... Aside from saying, aton, that will be Zoyche, to try to emulate this characteristic that Alan had, that always to care to be, to be the opposite of being selfish, selfishness, I guess, and always care about the Zulat, about the other person. And that is exactly how you can realize that a person can reach such high levels, because we all have the Teva of thinking that everything is ours, it's only me, myself, I. As we know, we can see that in children. As they're born, straight away, if someone takes a toy from them, even though it's not theirs, they'll say, it's mine, it's mine. That is the natural state that a person is born into. But we have to do an avoid it to get out of this. And to try to care about others. I'd like to end with you with a beautiful story, like I promised. My wife showed this story to me in one of his farm. It's called Ad Ten Beli And this is the true story that happened many years ago, before before the World War II. Well, Though there was two two kids that learned together, Yoisi and Yankale. In those days, so Yoisi and Yankale were learning together and were friends. Yoisi, sorry, Yankale, he had it was a normal kid, and uh, Yoisi was also a normal kid. But Yoisi his father passed away, so his. He's an orphan to a certain extent. He only had his mother. In those days, everything was expensive. It wasn't easy. They bought shoes once in a couple of years. And usually they tried to buy shoes before Pesach. That was the minute. It's not like today that everyone buys shoes every couple of months. Etc. So, one day, Yankale walks by with his on his own. And he passes Yossi with his mother. His mother that's a widow now. She doesn't have a husband. As Yossi is walking down... He sees Yankele got new shoes. Sorry, sorry. The story again, I'm I'm messing up the names. Here goes again. The person that was a uh, Yatom was Yossi. Uh, yatom. The, the the person that ma- the father died was Yossi. And Yaakov, Yankale, he had parents, everything was fine. He got new shoes. He's walking down the street. Yossi is walking down the street with his mother. And suddenly he sees Yankaleh that got new shoes and he started crying to his mother, please can you get me new shoes also, I have holes, look the water's getting in, please, please help me, please get me new shoes. And she said, no, I'm sorry, we can't afford new shoes. We can't afford new shoes, maybe by this Pesach I'll be able to get you. Please, please mommy, no. Yankaleh sees this and he was a good person and he had Rahmanus. He, he felt so bad for his friend, Yossi. So Yankaleh said, here, let's switch shoes, take my shoes and the mother Yossi, Yossi's mother says no way, no way but you know how kids are once they decide to do it especially because he wasn't with the parents so he switched shoes and he gave it to he gave it to Yossi and Yankal wore the old shoes with the holes and so it goes at the end of the day a couple of years later also the, also the mother passed away so Yossi was literally an orphan from both sides he didn't have any parents and Yankale couldn't take it. He cared so much about his friend. He cried to his father and, and mother, Please, let him into our house. Please, let him be one of the Nebai's. But the father said, We have so many kids. It's impossible. I'm sorry. We can't do this. But he said, No, you have to, you have to. The next day, they waited for him to come back from school. You think I'm not four, five, six, seven at night. He's not there. They look around. The father found both of them sleeping on a bench in the shul because the tzaddik Yankaleh told, Yossi, I'm not leaving you. I am not leaving you, let's go together to sleep in the the shul. And that's what they did. Not much time after that, World War II started and everyone ran their own ways. Yossi ended up in America and Yankale ended up in Eretz Israel. Many, many years later, Yankale became an Avrech, he learned all day. And B'Sha'at Tova Mutzlachat, his oldest daughter got engaged and she was about to get married. And he had no idea where he's going to get the money for the chasana, for the wedding. So he tells his wife, it was around Tisha B'Av time, I'm going to Tisha B'Av to to the Kotel. This was was very fresh that the Kotel was in the hands of the Jews and they were able to go there freely. So he went there. His, his wife said no it's hot it's you're fasting but he said no I have to go that's where the Shekhinah is always dwelling no matter what I'll have to go there so he goes there to Daven he feels like there's uh, some American person Amerikai always looking at him it bothered him so he switched to a different spot again he sees this American continues to, to stare him down he says excuse me are you looking at me can I help you and he says to him wait a second are you Yankale so he says yeah I'm Rabbi Yaakov yeah he goes, did you grow up in Poland? He said, yeah. He goes, I'm Yossi. Here, he gave him $10,000, which $10,000 then was like $150,000 today. And he said, this is for the shoes you gave me. And he got so excited, Yossi, that he called all his family and his wife and he said, this, this, is, this is the person that gave me the shoes that I was telling you about, that always cared for me, that always had a room in his heart for me. So all he cared about is me, and he always came to me and always tried to take care of me. At the end of the day, the end of the story was that all the children, all all of Yankale's children, Rabbi Yaakov, he got he was a, the, his his old friend Yossi He paid for all of their weddings, and I thought it was a beautiful story because you see that it all started by the missile nefesh that the friend Yankale had for his friend for his friend Yosi. Times the, the day HaKadosh Buhu who was megalgel that he'll get his reward even in this world I'm sure in the next world but from from the same friend and uh, I think it's an amazing thing and Yir that will be zoiche to be met work on ourselves which is not so always so easy I'm talking about myself that's what we'll be working on ourselves so that will always think about the other and that's what being a Kohen Godol is all about like I Aon I Aon have a good Shabbos This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Dhrubh Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. Prismoftorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Diveri Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, prismoftorah.com This podcast was produced for free by Eddie Podcast Production. Lesz mas, le pasiono, Jakov Aleksander ben Mordhojtojów, Isok, Isaac, Ben, Moisza.